It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. The Atlanta Hawks get a close win against our Wizards tonight. And it just came down to a shootout. And so we're going to talk about the reasons why it was a little too close for comfort. And <laughs> go from there next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Again, welcome everybody to Locked On Wizards. It's your boy Brandon Scott again with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. So, E, man, a back and forth game. It turned into a three-point shootout. <sighs> man, looking at this loss, which is a huge loss, man, for a game that we really needed to win. Because I believe with this win, it would have propelled us into the eighth spot. I know it's dependent on the Raptors winning against uh, the Clippers tonight. But, I mean, it really doesn't matter anymore. Um, so, looking at the three major factors tonight, right? Turnovers, poor rotations, and perimeter defense. Which one really led to this defeat? Oh, man, that's a combination of things. So much. Um, the clutch turnovers, Bradley Bill traveling down in the clutch. Um he had a tough transition layup, and then Denny had the ball. He lost it. That was a turnover as well. That really hurt. Both plays hurt us really badly down the stretch. Um, the rotations were bad. It's so many ways you can go with it. Um, Wes having a bench unit in to start the fourth quarter. We're up by 15. This is just a, a, a stat right here that really punches you in the gut, punches Wizards fans in the gut or Wizards, you know, Wizards Nation. Uh, the Wizards lead the league in giving up 15-plus point leads. They have that, They have done that seven times. They lead the league in that. I'm not surprised at all. We've seen 20-point uh, leads given up. We've seen uh, many leads given up. Back-to-back nights, we saw 20-point leads given up. Um, and they just find different ways to do it. They couldn't stop Trey Young. The d- perimeter defense was 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 uh, was disappointing in the fourth quarter as well. Uh, how many lobs, how many alley-oops did, did Trey Young throw up to Clint Capella or, or Onyeke, uh, their big man? So, um, And they gave, up, they gave up a crucial offensive rebound down the stretch where DeAndre Hunter got to the basket. He got fouled. Um, so they just find so many different ways to lose games. But the rotations, that beginning of the fourth quarter, Wes, he had to put the starters back in. I know he's trying to, you know, I know they play back-to-backs, um, but he had to put Porzingis back in the game. And once again, Porzingis is hot. And he actually played both halves and scored um, pretty well in both halves. It wasn't like he had 25 in one half and then had zero in the second half like we've seen him do so, so many times. He has seven threes tonight. I mean, the guy was hot. You got to feed the hot hand. I know, um, you know, I know the offense is focused to get Brad the ball in the clutch, but I really haven't seen them get the ball to Porzingis in the post or the high post. I mean, how many times have we seen that every every night or every – we say that every night when we lose games, when there's a crucial turnover down the clutch, why not try something different? Why not get the ball to Porzingis in the post or in, or in, in the mid post um, when the guy's hot? I mean, he, he literally had 43 points tonight, 43 points. And, and the solid three – Overall, throughout the game, scoring-wise, they did well. Uh, Kuzma had 25. 
Uh, he, he had 24. Or Brad, they, had, they all had 23-plus. I know that for sure. But the turnovers, 19 turnovers. And it's just like the Raptors game. We lost that Raptors game because of turnovers, unforced errors, just giving the ball up. Um, same thing Same thing with this game tonight. Unforced errors, and we, we couldn't stop penetration. Uh, Trey Young got into the paint. DeJounte Murray, all of their guards got into the paint, got easy baskets or lobs uh, finishing around the rim. So um, that was the tail of the tape. It's a frustrating loss because we were really we really had a chance to get that eight seed. Uh, like you said, if the Clip, if the Clippers win tonight and, the, and they beat the Raptors, uh, we move up against them, and then we literally beat the Hawks, uh, who are in the eighth spot. So we just laid an egg and, and, and gave away a, a, a game that we should have won at home. Yeah, it's disappointing because if you look at this final stretch of the second half of the season, man, you know how we perform in this second half not only dictates, you know, playing, playoff position, whatever, but it really looks at makes you look at long-term vision of this franchise, man, because, you know, tonight everybody was healthy. Monte came back, and I thought they looked. I thought the decision to start the line was a good decision. I think that Monte looked decent on the second unit. I think he played well with Denny and Kispert, and so I like that move, but you hit the nail on the head, man. Turnovers, again, are an issue. Again, we're dealing with turnovers. You know, sloppy basketball. Just sloppy basketball, man, and, you know, trying to be cute, and it's just, again, you know, the rotations, you know, transition defense. Again, Chris Miller said it tonight. You know, he got he, – he, I don't know how many times he said it, man, so it had to be more than 10 times. But he kept mentioning, you know, guys taking their time getting back. You know, Atlanta, man, they get, they get back quick. They can shoot. They can move. Look, I mean, the transition defense was terrible. You know, the rotations are slow. They're catching us every time, man. They're, there's an open shooter for Atlanta every single time. And it's not just Atlanta. Most teams that play us, man – there's there's no pressure on the perimeter at all, you know. In in the paint, you know, there, there was a move, there was a play in the first quarter. Man, we were talking about before the show, man. Um, where Kyle Kuzma was just standing there, and I forget who it was. I don't know if it's Bogdanovich, but wide open layup. I mean, it's just no, no sense of urgency on the defensive end. It just it's it's frustrating. You know, we are what we are, man. This is not a good defensive team. It's just not. You know, we can get away, and I said it before. We can get away with. You know, these little miscues on defense against these lower tier teams. But look, Atlanta, man, Atlanta, they're trying to make the playoffs. You know, they, they came in this and, 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 you know, they know just like we did that you want to come into this matchup two in a row against the same team and punch the other team in the mouth. You have to. You got to get that first win because that forces the, by winning the first of a second, you know, of a back to back against the same team. Well, no, we're not really a back to back, but like a two game series is that you're forcing the other team to adjust to you by winning that first matchup. Now, you know, we have to adjust to them. It's just the defense is abysmal. It's just it's frustrating to watch, man. It just really is. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I was gonna leave it there. Um, the turnovers, <laughs> turnovers, and this, the, the the abysmal defense, man. And again, all in all, we lost by two. But you know, again, we give up a lead. You know, take the foot off the pedal, and it's just it's a waste, man. Because look at it. Look at the stat line. KP dropped forty three points tonight. He was efficient. 17 for 22, 7 for 10 behind the arc. Let me repeat that. Seven three-pointers, and we still lose this game, man. I mean, you know, 25 and 10 by Kuz. You know, he shot 10 for 7, 2 for 7 from 3. Uh, 0 for 2 from 3 for Brad, but he got 24 points. So the solid three did their job. Now, DeLon, again, three's, uh, three still, seven points. I feel like he still did well at starting point. And Gafford, you know, he stepped, took a little step back tonight, you know, he, I guess, you know, you, you kind of give him that, you know, getting that game-winning basket last night. So we, we're going to give him a little pass today. But, you know, looking at this bench, again, man, Kisper shines, Denny struggles, 
you know, eight rebounds, but again, two points, one for six from the field. You know, we we have to have somebody step up on the bench, man. You know, uh, Monte, five points, coming back from injury. I get that. And I felt those three played well together. But, again, we need another score on the bench. But it's, just, it's frustrating, man. It's, this is the tail of the tape for the, the entire year. And I feel like we say the same things every game. You know, if it's not turnovers, it's, it's defense. Where it's always defense, Lord. If it's not that, it's rebound. It's just it's, we're very inconsistent and we're very sloppy. We're very – we have no discipline. You know, it's just – and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at West, man. I'm looking at West. I think – I'm not going to say all of it is on West, but the bad rotations, the lack of consistency – and the lack of any kind of discipline on this team, man, that is, look, that shows your coaching staff. I mean, that's 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 coaching. You know, your players emulate your coach. You know, if you have no discipline, that's on coaching, man. Bad rotations, obviously, on coaching. You know, Wes has got to step up, man, because this is a must win. And it's an even more must win because, look, we're getting deeper. Look, I mean, we're, you're going to get to a point where 500 is going to be an issue. You know, we're talking about playing, playoff. Look, brother, we're trying to get back to 500. I'm just saying, like, you know, the ball's on a court, pun, no pun, whatever. But, yo, look, <laughs> we've got to really get on this, man, because, again, sloppy basketball, you know, it, it comes to haunt us, man. And Atlanta is a team that is in our way. We have to win this game, man. So it doesn't get easier. We got Atlanta again. We got the 76ers coming up. So how do they readjust? How do they make their adjustments going to the second matchup is what I'm, you know, ready to see. Right. Um, yeah, and, and the rotation's hurting. He had to treat it like a playoff game. You had to shorten the rotation. He he did. West did shorten it tonight. Uh, Goodwin. Uh, look at this. That says he got zero minutes. I don't remember him. I think I, I could have sworn he played tonight. Um, of course, Gil didn't play. Kendrick Nunn didn't play. Kendrick Nunn has been playing as of late. Um, but, yeah, he, he had to go. He had to put Porzingis back in the game earlier than what he did and call a timeout. I thought he took way too long. Um, and that was a big part of us losing that lead there. Uh, but it's frustrating. Like it's almost like the the play calling. Uh, what was the the Raptors game in overtime? The play calling. It's just you don't see much movement in in, in the crunch time. It's just give the ball to Brad, get out the way. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work, and that's it. It's live by Brad and die by Brad. I mean, we've seen Brad was clutching the Timberwolves game. He was clutching the Hawks game where we played in Atlanta. But there's been many times where we've seen turnovers happen, and I just want to see West call something different down the stretch that I just haven't seen. I want to see him give the ball to Porzingis or let DeLon bring it up and initiate the offense and let Bill be off ball and just be a shooter. Let him knock down a shot. I don't want to see him bringing the ball up or, you know, because we got the ball, he got the ball inbounds, he turns around and they call it travel. Was it a was it a tough call to make? I think it was, but it's hard to give Brad the benefit of the doubt. We've just seen so many turnovers down, down, down the stretch uh, uh, so many times before. So I'm not going to blame the game on him, but – it's just so it's just a combination of things that we've seen many times over and over and over again. Yeah, but you know it, it's crazy because we always say, "What do we, you know? What is the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing and expecting different results, man." You know, if he's keeps with these goofy turnovers, man, bouncing the ball off his leg, how many times are you going to readjust off that? I mean, look, he just has no business bringing the ball up. You know, he doesn't. And when he goes back into that role of being a scorer, he is in his element. But when he's trying to, you know, look, I watched it. I forget what play it was. And it was a nice pass, but he he, he ate up 90% of the shot clock. And it was when he drove the lane. He waited 10 seconds to 15 seconds, drove the lane, and then dished it to Kuz in the corner. And Kuz hits the three, but then it's like, it's frustrating because you're thinking, Brad, what are you, what are you ticking the clock down for, man? Run a play. Do something. You know, going 10 to 15 seconds of ISO and then dishing it off. I just, it, it is so mind-wracking, man. It's like, 
How many times are you going to watch him bounce the ball off his leg till you make adjustments? You know, if I know that I'm walking down the sidewalk and there's a puddle every daggone time, maybe you want to go across the street. I'm just saying, you know, it's time to make adjustments, man. So, um, yeah, before we roll, man, you got anything else uh, you want to talk about the game? No, nah, that, that's it, man. Disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you, man. So, uh, before we get into comments, y'all, tonight's episode is brought to you by Nissan Aria. Nissan's most electric player of the week is brought to you by the all-new, all-electric 2023 Aria. Now, I'm, if I could choose a player for the week for the Wizards, I'm going to roll with the real deal Bradley Bill, okay? So how do you incorporate his play with the characteristics of the Nissan Aria? Well, he is electric. He is brilliantly fierce, fiercely elegant, stunningly powerful, elegantly powerful, delivers on duality, a combination of fierceness and elegance, beautiful but strong, Lord. The perfect SUV crossover. The 2023 Nissan Aria packs pin you to your seat, power, and premium intelligence all in one electric vehicle. The all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria, the electric vehicle for people who love to drive. Shop now at Nissan USA. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Dot com. So let's get into some comments. Man, man, we really came out in force tonight. A lot of good comments tonight. So let's check it out, man. Uh, I'm gonna start with <laughs> the name is Fire West. <laughs> All right, West with one of the worst coach games of the year. That's hard to talk for him. How do you let a team score 14 unanswered and still refuse to call a timeout? Bottom five coach in the league. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm say bottom five. I mean, it's bad. I mean, I, I, I agree. A lot of this defeat goes to coaching, man. Like, like you said, e, you know, the fact that you, you got the bench in at the beginning of the fourth, come on, man. You know, you got to stick your guys in a, your, your first unit in there and crunch time in the fourth quarter. Um, it's just, the list goes on. And, you, you know, I get it. It's the second year of, you know, him being a hit coach, but you, you want to see some growth, man, especially when you're MO's defense. You know, this defense, man, we're on a, we're on a different planet on defense, man. We're just, <laughs> we're a different solar system defense. I mean, the teams are able to do whatever they want to do, so. Yeah, and, and not having that firepower off the bench hurt us as well. Um, yeah. I'm not going to bring up the ghost of Rui. Rui actually had a good game uh, with the Lakers. He had 17 <laughs> points. Um, but, yeah, we're, we lack scoring punch. And Danny struggled tonight. He had a rough game tonight. It wasn't just that he lost the ball at the end, but he's been struggling. He struggled against the Pistons, too. Um, he had a couple turnovers, and he's got to stop complaining to the refs as well. Everybody does, so I'm not just going to single out him. But when he makes a mistake, he's always complaining to the refs. Um, two points, one for six, zero for three from the three-point line. But he contributed in other ways, eight boards through assists. Uh, but offensively, you know, he just didn't give him much, give us much at all. Kispert 
has been playing better as of late. You know, we've we've told we gave we've given Kispert a rough time because you know he's been wildly inconsistent, like a lot of the young guys on this roster. Uh, but he had a big three to cut it to to one point in the fourth quarter. Uh, so I, I've been impressed with the way he's played as the Pistons game. I wasn't here yesterday. No, Brandon did a great job breaking it down, but he was huge in that in that Pistons game. He had well, four threes against the Pistons. Uh, so he had ten points. Todd Gibson, you you can only expect so much. Four minutes, zero points, two boards. Uh, Monte Morris, five points, five assists, four rebounds. This is his first time coming off the bench this season, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Jordan Goodwin, uh, it says he had zero minutes. And like I said, they didn't play none at all. None has been so bad to the point where he's like, Will Barton, he's just not getting any minutes. And, and that's who you traded for. So you gave a bench a bench punch scoring, uh, scoring punch, and you're, you're getting nothing in return right now in Kendrick Nunn. So Preach. Um, unless, this, unless Xavier Cooks can come in from the NBL and give us some firepower off the bench. We just don't have any any anybody to look to to give us some some, some scoring power off the bench as of recent. Uh, Corey Kispert, he's playing well as a late, but you know Denny, he, he's just been up and down. Corey's been up and down too, so you, you just don't know who's going to come off the bench. You just don't have any consistency coming off the bench, any scoring. So for West to leave those guys in there, and and the Hawks bench, Bogdanovich, uh, he had ten points. Uh, Josh Johnson or Jalen Johnson, he went to Duke, super athletic. He had two threes. He had a nasty putback dunk. Uh, in the second half, a Kongwu had nine points. Uh, their bench went to work, man. Their bench went to work. They had what 29, they had 19 plus 14. What's that? 33. Terrible at math, but they had 33 bench points, and uh, we had 17 bench points. So that's the tail of the tape right there. So, and I tell you, that 14, that as, as you said, Fire West, they scored 14 unanswered points, and we still refused it. West still refused to call a timeout. So, that's the that that was really the tail of the tape. That that really might have hurt us more than the turnovers. To be honest with you, that stretch of the bench being in there, giving up that 14-point lead, that 15-point lead. And then the crazy part is when the starters got put back in, they actually took the lead uh, because the, the solid three was playing well. I thought I, w- I thought they had a good game overall until really the last uh, three or four minutes of the game, you know, with turnovers. But offensively, I thought they did a good job. And, I, and Kuzma, everybody calls out Kuzma for taking terrible shots, but he had, a, he had an efficient night. He was 10 for 15 tonight and had 10 boards. Yeah, I mean, the, the solid three, did a, they did their job, man. I mean, I'm not even upset at the solid three. I mean, yeah, the turnovers would build, but all in all, build, I mean, they did their job. It's just turnovers continue to be an issue. I mean, it's just <laughs> the same issues. You know, the same thing comes to get us every time. And, you know, with this team, it seems like we either play down to lower-tier t- teams and then we can play these, these top-tier teams, but then overall we're just inconsistent, man. We're just so inconsistent. I think this is the most frustrating part for this fan base this season is because, you know, it's not like we're a team where it's just overwhelmingly good or a team that's just terrible. Man, we have stretches where we look like we're a playoff team and we have stretches where it's like we're ready for the draft. I mean, it's just it's so inconsistent. It's just it's hard to watch, man, because it's the same issues. Turnovers. I mean, where's the adjustments from West, man? Where's your adjustments? If you know turnovers are an issue, be the head coach and dig into them, man. Work on that. Like, you know, you cannot go from – Game one to game 82 with the same issues. That that shows that's, that's coaching, man. You know, and that's I, that's what I'm saying. You have to look at the head coaching position in all season. And if they're intent on keeping Wes here, which I think they will, you, you got to see some growth, man, from year two to year three, because defense has to get better. Um, let's see. This is there was a comment. Um, let's see. Uh let's see. Uh Desan said Bill does interviews talking about trying to be patient with the team. We can only take so much, then goes out and has a game. <laughs> Six turnovers, 10 air balls, and five missed layups. Ah, man, I mean, Bill has done his thing. I mean, you know, since coming back, he's done his thing. But I, I feel you, man. I feel you. 
you know, when these comments, these interviews, you know, and then they don't step up. You know, I, I get it. There's a lot of talk, not enough walking, man. You know, they got to be more consistent because ugh, I was hoping for a six seed. Now I'm thinking like this is the playing team. You know, you can't be this inconsistent against teams like Atlanta, man. You just you can't. They're gonna they're gonna burn you, especially you go against Philly. Come on, man. <laughs> right. So, um, before we move on, man, um, he's gonna talk to us about Built Bar real quick. Yes, sir. Looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all of the fat and calories? Then you gotta go try a Built Bar. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they are all covered in 100 real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate, and they come in unbelievably. Unbelievably, unbelievably flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they are healthy. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar and a, with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years we've been talking about ordering your Built bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate or chocolate puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-box with our hit flavors, brownie butter and churro. You can thank me later. So I got my Built Bar right here, too. It's pretty darn good. You guys should try it, man. It tastes just like a candy bar. It's super healthy as well. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Um, but yeah, we'll probably read two more comments. We'll probably read the rest because there's, there's a lot of comments in here. We're going to do a preview uh, episode tomorrow. They do play the Hawks again on Friday, so hopefully they can get some revenge here. They play them at home, uh, so we'll see if they can get get some uh, you know revenge and bounce back. Um, but yeah, Black Moon Hawks says, Wizards had the worst coach staff in the NBA. West is too committed to his rotations. The Wizards are in a must-win situation. Play your horses, yeah, um, yeah, and we'll see what happens. We'll see. This is this is this is a gut check game against the against the Hawks, and honestly, they they really squeak by the Pistons. The Pistons, yeah. you know how many guys the Pistons had out yesterday? I, I was I had the notification. I saw so many guys out for the Pistons. They <laughs> barely beat the Pistons. I saw the comments too, Brandon. They said a G League Pistons team, and West was upset after that game. You can listen to his press conference. Um, you know, you had Kyle Kuzma joking around doing the Gilbert Arenas three pointer and whatnot. They really almost lost that game. They had a guy on a 10-day contract for the Pistons. I think it was his name was uh, Elodraway or something. like. I'm sorry I mispronounced his name. But that guy went in and he torched the Wizards. Jaden Ivey had with 25 and 15 is 25 points and 10 assists. He went crazy. Um, opposing point cards, we just can't stop those. Trey Young, I knew he was going to have a great – it's Trey Young. He had a, he had a big three uh, down the stretch, too, where he was way beyond the three-point line. Could they have stepped out there more? Sure. But that was just a tough three by Trey Young. Um, but yeah, do we have the worst coaching staff in the world? Um, I mean, maybe you can compete with the Rockets and, uh, who else is really bad out there? Uh, I'd probably say the Rockets, they might be the, the, the worst one out there. Um, just looking at records, but of course they're tanking. So I, I can't really, uh, talk about them, but I'm, I'm just looking at some of the, some of the worst teams in the league right now. Um, yeah, that's a tough one. It's a tough <laughs> one. I don't want to say they're the worst, but I'm looking at the rest of the league, honestly. 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's definitely up for debate, man. It's it's certainly up for debate for debate because all the other teams are young tanking teams. All the other teams that are trying to compete. When you compare the West to some of the other coaches, yeah, it's tough. I mean, he's he's still a young learning coach, but the honeymoon period is over, and the way they're losing his games. And there's a reason why we lead the league in, in losing all these leads, 15-point leads, 20-plus leads. The common denominator is Wes Hunso Jr., and he has been on the wrong end of history, uh, losing to the Nets by 40 points at home, uh, giving up the 35-point lead last year to the Clippers. So he, he has no more benefit of the doubt. The honeymoon is, is certainly over for him. Uh, but, yeah, you got to play your horses. In the playoffs, you really have a seven- to eight-man rotation, really nine at the most. You don't play ten guys. I know – and he did shorten the rotations tonight. That is true. Um, but you got to have a feel of the game. You can't just stick to your note cards and stick to uh, your game plan uh, before the game because coaches adjust; they make adjustments. Uh, Nick Nurse, you saw the adjustments that he made against the, against the Wizards in that second game, and they lost that game. They had too many turnovers. Um, so yeah, it, it's just we want to see can he adjust when they get punched in the mouth? What do they do back to the other team? You know, why are you leaving the rotations? Why are you leaving guys in too long? Not feeding Porzingis. How many times are we going to go through Porzingis having? 25 points in the first half, have two points in the second half. But this, like I said, this game was better for him. But why not feed the horse when he when he's cooking when he's hot? So it, it just is frustrating to watch. So I get I get fans' frustrations uh, with Wes Hunter Jr. I really do. Yeah, I mean it's, it's frustrating, man, because you hit the nail on the head talking about Coos, man. I like Coos. Look, I'm a big Coos fan, but to me, they try to be cute too much. Like. Bro, I mean, come on, man. You know, you, it's not like you're leading the East here, man. Like, you know, you, you don't have that opportunity to kind of, you know, be feeling yourselves, man. You're trying to climb for the eight to the six seed, and you're trying to do Gilbert Arenas, man. Like, come on, man. Like, this, you got to stop doing cute. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to stop because the, you're trying to be cute and you're, you're going for a play-in. Like, come on. Uh, that, that's what frustrates me, man. And that shows what? A lack of discipline. Now, I'll say this. Now, Kuzma, from a leadership standpoint, has been that leadership role on this team. You know, more so than Bill. And you and with the contract, you kind of want to see Bill take charge of that leadership role. But I'm looking at Bill and I'm looking at Wes for these reasons, for leadership. You, you know, you're undisciplined. Where's the leadership at? You know, you got guys that are complaining about calls, standing at the other end of the court. Where you at, man? You know, you're not calling nobody out. Like, this is, this is no discipline. Zero discipline on this team, man. And so, yeah, until you start nipping that discipline and consistency, yeah, it's going to be playing. Because, look, time's ticking. Look, the second half, the end of the year is coming. And, you know, we keep trying to be cute and still, you know, thinking we got time. We're going to be watching the playing and playoffs from the house. I'm just saying. So, right now, our Chargers team, man, you know, we got to really come into this matchup on Friday night and really got to win this game. Because you go and you play Philly after losing two in a row against the Atlanta Hawks, and barely getting by a lottery team in Detroit, they're gonna, they're gonna. I'm telling you, man, Philly ain't no joke. You got James Harden starting to line up, man. I'm just saying, Embiid looking like an MVP candidate, man. I'm just, you know, you you, you got to stop playing around. And that's that. I, to me, I'm going into there, man. But that is the most frustrating thing about this team, man, is the inconsistency and just having this, you know, this aura of like we've made it, and it's not, no, you know. And that's why if you look at, I'm not trying to highlight Spencer Dinwiddie. You know, I think he's kind of a cornball for the way he left. But I'm going to say this. You know, if you look at the comments, man, about, you know, trying to get paid, that has that aura a little bit with his team. You know, people trying to get paid, you know, and all this. But, you know, this fan base wants a championship. You know, I, I get it. Try to get the bag. I get it, man. Look, you should always try to get as much money as you can. I'm a big believer in generational wealth. Big believer in that, man. But 
Look, you got a franchise here that hasn't won a daggone championship since the 70s, man. Like, stop being cute. Let's really try to do this because when they're on their P's and Q's, man, this is a really fun uh, team to watch. So I'm going to go ahead and end it there, man. <laughs> y'all, y'all, any more comments, man? No, I mean, you're right, man. Um, if they play like that, then they they won't play. They won't make the plan. The only thing is that they have that they do have on their side is that the Bulls are 29 and 36. They're probably going to lose to the Nuggets tonight. Uh, let me just look up the score, but we'll talk more about standings tomorrow uh, for sure. I was trying to see what's the score because they're playing the Nuggets. Uh, they're losing 60-62, so who knows? They could win that game. They could they could mess around and, and come back and, and steal the 10th spot from the Wizards. Um, and I know Ted Leonsis and Tommy Shepard, they, they, their goal is to make the playoffs um, and make the play-in. So, uh, but one <laughs> comment that we'll talk about tomorrow is Matt saying, why are we signing random nobodies when we might as well pick up Wall? I know Ted doesn't like him, but he has to be, a log- be logical as an owner. So, We'll probably talk about this tomorrow. We'll leave. You know, I know a lot of people are talking about Wall and one on the team, but this is just not going to happen. So we'll talk about that tomorrow. But yeah, I just want to appreciate you guys for listening, making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now make sure you guys check out the Game to Game podcast every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. But thank you guys for listening. Hell to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.